So one of the videos just recommended to me was from the PJ show where he does videos based on Sonic. There's no uh, videos on, let's say, Sally and the Freedom Fighters just yet, as far as I know. But he does do videos on other things Sonic-related, games, you know, IDW, comic, and so on. I'm pretty sure over time he might get into the other aspects of Sonic with the characters like Sally and Bunny and all of them down the line. But one thing he did do recently, about 12 days ago, 12 to 13 days ago, was a character analysis on Amy Rose, from basically being passionate to pathetic. Basically, the title of the video was How She Was Amazing and How She Was Demolished. And... There is no doubt when you watch this video, and he's divided each of the sections he talks about in the video into chapters, that he brings up some good aspects about Amy. Some things he does kind of, I think, forget about, but he does touch upon them. For example, when he gets to the adventure aspect of Amy, Adventure 1 and 2, he definitely says, or at least alludes to, in my opinion, that that's where Amy Rose, as you know, far as character development goes, peaked. Basically, this is where she really grew and peaked to be a very viable character. But, as the years went on, and we got games like Sonic Heroes and such, that's when her character kind of started to regress, and, as he puts it in the title, potentially be demolished. And then it wouldn't be till later on with the IDW comics, and mostly Sonic Forces, and, in a sense, Sonic Frontiers, and some games in between, that she started to kind of get back to the way she was previously, back to an Amy Rose that, yeah, she still had a thing for Sonic, but it was, you know, pretty much mellowed out. In fact, I'm kind of surprised that he didn't acknowledge that the reason Amy's character was like that in IDW is because of what fans have pretty much accused the character of being. Basically a carbon copy of Sally Acorn. Basically it's a, basically saying that Amy is a hybrid of Sally and herself in personality and characteristics. But I do kind of agree with what he's talking about here. I mean, he did bring up that during the downfall, the demolishing portion of her characters from heroes to writers to Sonic Battle uh, and so on, that basically, from what I can tell from what he's saying, it just felt not right. Like, to him, just based on what he's saying, it felt like a miscommunication between teams. Because you would think if it's almost the same team that was working on these previous games, that there would be some kind of communication. But nope, apparently there was uh, obviously different story writers that didn't get the memo of, hey, this is how Amy was portrayed in Adventure and Adventure 2, let's keep that going. Or let's build upon that and everything. But that never happened. And yet, when you get to things like writers, you get to things like... Uh, what is it, Lost World, and all that, and even Generations, and Sonic Unleashed, it's like, yeah, her character was kind of in an influx to where it was still kind of going down a little bit, kind of regressing, but trying to build itself back up to what we saw in Adventure 1 and 2. 
But then again, as I mentioned, when he came to talking about her portrayal in IDW, as well as her portrayal in Frontiers, and to an extent Forces, that's when Amy Rose really started to kind of progress back up to the status she had in Adventure 1 and 2, and really grow from that ten times more. He even touches upon her portrayal in Boom, which I really like too. I will admit, her portrayal in Boom, that's an Amy Rose I could tolerate you know, ten times over. The only things he didn't touch upon, believe it or not, was Sonic X's portrayal of Amy and what we got in Prime. Now, I'm pretty sure he didn't do Prime just yet because it's recently new, and we're basically at the, and basically we had just ended the first half of the first season, or at least the first act is over for the, for the initial season. But from what I can tell, in a way, just based on based on all these alterations of the character uh, throughout in the different worlds, the Amy we're getting in Sonic Prime is a big, vast improvement. In my opinion, it's a big, vast improvement. There's no doubt. And Frontiers really does cement that. I mean, even PJ said that it feels like this is a more mature, aged up you know, Amy Rose than we had seen before. And that is indeed true. And Ian is a co-writer on the story. Not just, not just the main writer, but a co-writer from what I understand. And if there's one thing we can give Amy, uh, give Ian Flynn, I should say, credit for being a fan himself, is he knows how to basically get characters to, you know, act the way he feels and believes they should. One aspect that PJ didn't touch upon, because again, he hasn't gotten to this yet, is her portrayal in the Archie comics. Now, yes, in the Archie comics, for a while, she was still portrayed similar to what you would see uh, in her earlier incarnations, being obsessed and everything and whatnot. But, but... When we got to Ian Flynn's run on the book, along with Evan Stanley's run too, but mostly Ian Flynn's, that's when you started to see uh, an Amy Rose that was growing, that was being mature. I mean, she even acknowledges to a a paying patron, a customer, if you will, out of the rest, they came out of the restaurant following Sonic and Sally in 222. She even told him, look, One day, Sonic will be hers. She still truly believes that. But if being with Sally is what makes him happy right now, then so be it. In other words, she basically is saying, look, all that matters to her is Sonic being happy and being with someone that is basically kind of like a major, you know, untainable obstacle for her to probably not be able to overcome and, and Sally being, you know, what makes Sonic happy, then that's all that's necessary for her to be happy for him. And I like that little uh, moment there with Amy in the book because it shows that, yeah, she still loves Sonic. You know, she still has these feelings for him, but she's matured enough, even when Ian was writing for Archie Comics, that she is uh, acceptable you know, she is acceptable of Sonic wanting to be with someone else. And, you know, that is a fact. I mean, yeah, did they kind of tease, you know, maybe her um, falling back on that in 175? Yeah. Yeah, they did. They kind of did tease that. There's no doubt about that. 
Well, not 175, but uh, what was it, 173, I think? Did they tease that a little bit? Absolutely. Absolutely, they they did tease that. I think it was 173 or 174, one of them. One of them. But, yeah, they did tease that. They did tease that in 173 with her, when Antoine proposed to Bunny. Yeah, with her kind of nudging on Sonic going, like, does it give you any ideas? And Sonic's like, not in the slightest. You know, yeah, it was a bit of a return to what she was before. But still, that was part of her progression um, over time, you know, to become a more mature, balanced out character. Which a lot of us pretty much appreciate, no doubt. In fact, probably the biggest example of that, and this is where I got to give credit to the damn story, is where she went with Sonic and Tails to try to rescue Sally when Sally was Mecha Sally. Did she go with Sonic because, oh, she's obsessed with him and... You know, right in front of the princess, she wants to, you know, make it a show that the fact that, hey, Sonic's going to now choose me because you made a mistake and allowed allowed this to happen to you? No. Amy's biggest mature, growing up, aged up moment came with her basically saying, I'm not doing this to prove my love to Sonic and then show off in front of the princess that, hey, he's going to choose me now. No. She did it because she wanted to save her friend. That's what she wanted to do. She wanted to save her friend from a fate worse than death. She wanted to save her and find a, and help find a way to restore her. That is the one big credit I will give that you know uh, that in frustrating story. As one credit I will give them when it comes to any characters really growing from it. Amy Rose. So to me, if PJ needs to have any more proof of her growth happening under the certain right penmanship of people like Evan Stanley and Ian Flynn and so on, then all he has to do is look at the Mecha Sally arc, if he dares to do it, and see how much she's grown there. And even I include 222 as another example. And even when we got the soft retcon, the reboot, reboot, hard reboot, whatever you want to call it later on, that was an Amy Rose that wasn't as obsessed, if at all, with Sonic. She was more focused on being a freedom fighter. And guess what? She was looked at by Sally like one of her BFFs. So to me, right there, that is perfect character developing for someone that was once looked at as being obsessed with the hero himself. And only focusing on, hey, I'm going to make that person mine. You know, at least we got decent character development out of that for the character in Archie Comics way before IDW Comics. And yeah, IDW took what we saw in those portions, you know, in those portions of the Archie book, and you know, basically uh, improved on it, built upon it ten times more, while still keeping a little bit of that Amy infatuation with Sonic in there, but to a lesser extent. Which is why a lot of people say that she feels like a hybrid combination of Sally and herself in one body. Which some would say is, a, you know, is basically parodying and basically taking a shot at the Sally fans. And some would say it's a compliment. You know, some would say it's a compliment. And I do agree in a way it is a compliment. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, I, I understand, you know, by watching the video, and he did a great job with it, where PJ is coming from, where, you know, she started out strong, 
you know, uh, during her early runs, especially during Adventure 1 and 2, and how she dropped off starting with Heroes and, and so on. It started to go into an influx later on when it came to certain other later games, but then finally kind of grew thanks to the IDW books and, and basically Sonic Forces and Frontiers and so on, and even Boom and potentially Prime. So I agree with him. I agree with him that basically, you know, her progressing and then degressing and then kind of building herself back up as a character thanks to the different kinds of writing and storytelling and all that, you know, I will admit was quite the journey. It will it was quite the journey. I'm not I'm not denying that. But what do you guys think? What are your thoughts on what PJ had to say in his you know, character analysis of Amy from passionate to pathetic, basically from progressing, degressing, and building back up. What are your thoughts on it? And what do you have to say about my kind of contribution to the video, you know, in my reply to the video here? What are your thoughts on it? Let me know down below in the comment section below. Live chat during the premiere. Like the video. Check me out at BW Rose's Discussions, where you will get an audio podcast version of this as well. But let me know what your thoughts are, guys. And until then, I'm out.